Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. If you purchase supplies for a small to mid-sized business, Zorro.com, Z-O-R-O.com is your go-to resource. At Zorro, you'll find all the things that keep a business running, no matter what kind of business you're in. Zorro offers tools, safety equipment, cleaning, maintenance supplies, office and shipping, automotive, industrial equipment, and more, including the specialty items you can't find anywhere else. Whether you're shopping for an office, a factory, a contracting business, a machine shop, a sports talk radio show, you can get exactly what you need. And when you shop at Zorro, you'll find brands that you already know and trust, like 3M, Prestone, Stanley Black & Decker, Schneider Electronic, Rubbermaid, all at competitive prices. And if you want fast, free shipping, it's yours when you spend $50 or more. And if you have a question, a return, or need help finding exactly the right item, count on Zorro's customer service team based right here in the United States. Visit Zorro.com slash Dan. That's Z-O-R-O dot com slash Dan. And sign up for Zmail and get 15% off your first order. Zorro.com, all you need to make your business go. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Ah, welcome in. Dan and the Dennis, Dan Patrick Show. It's a Wednesday. It's hour one. Seton Pauli Fritz and McLovin, yours truly. Dan Patrick Show. Say good morning to our radio and TV partners. And also you are listening and viewing audience. You'd like to get in touch with the program, a variety of ways to do so. But good luck if anybody on the other end will receive your email, tweet, or phone call. But you can try 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Mel Kuyper, draft expert, will join us coming up next hour. What does he make of Joe Burrow's I have the leverage with the Cincinnati Bengals? And how does that change or does that change his mock draft? I think Mel's got three quarterbacks going in the top five, Burrow, Tua, and Justin Herbert. So Mel Kuyper will join us a little bit later on. Have a poll question. We will also have a play of the day and a stat of the day or two. The Astros have turned the lifespan of a scandal on its head, and normally scandals burn the brightest right after the wrongdoing is revealed. And then they become a little less fascinating to everyone every day after that. But baseball's decision not to punish the Astros has left a void. Now players around baseball are filling that void with strong opinions of the Astros. Every day another player in spring training is coming forward. Even athletes from other sports. Now LeBron James is weighing in on this. Somewhat unprecedented. Some of this during the steroid era, but that criticism wasn't really widespread. It's open season on the Astros. And the media, of course, is eating it up. These comments make for great sound bites. Fans seem to feel the same way, and maybe they need to start playing some real games to move on. That'll help the Astros, but I have a feeling the regular season will bring a whole new set of issues here as the strong reaction to the sign-stealing scandal continues. I know I've harped on this a lot. I know Astro fans say, isn't it time to move on? Well, we will move on, because you know what we're going to do now? We are going to cast the movie... For the Houston Astros yeah. scandal. Yes, we are. I'm ready to start with Jose Altuve. Oh, you're going right to the one of the lead yes. roles. Yes, yes. Wow. Yes. Jose Altuve, I, there's no other choice to play Jose Altuve in the Astros 2017 cheating scandal. Does anybody want to guess? Similar size to Jose Altuve. I think dead on as far as look. Tom Cruise. Oh, Tom Cruise. No. He's going by height. 
Yeah. Jerry Ferrara from Entourage. Oh, that's strong. Yeah. That's very Jerry good. Ferrara as Jose Altuve. Now, I'd have to bulk up a little bit, maybe slash HGH or steroids. And I'm not saying Altuve's on that. I'm just saying that Jerry might need to. And I think Jerry, as an actor, is willing to commit to that. But yes. Jerry will never have to take his shirt off, so it'll be okay because he... That's... Oh. And then he's got to get a tattoo on his collarbone. Yeah, okay. If he's really committed to the role, then he... Shia LaBeouf would get a tattoo. Yes. Yes, Paul. Shia LaBeouf is my pick for Alex Bregman. If you look at him, I think a lot of people would go with uh, Chris Pratt because he looks like every middle si- middle-aged white guy who's in good shape. For, but if you look at Shia LaBeouf, he's very squinty like Alex Bregman. Mm. LaBeouf, I don't know what kind of uh, glove he has. All right, now i got to come up with the commissioner. Now, there's a couple of people I'm thinking of. Chris, Chris Maloney? From Law & Order. Law & Order. Okay. Detective Stabler. Love okay, how about, how about him? Do you have another suggestion on who would play the commit? Yes, Steve. You know who I who's the guy from um he played like the henchman in Beverly Hills cop and he was in Breaking Bad. Oh, that's a long time ago. Uh hold on. Well, like the tough guy in Breaking Bad is kind of bald? Yeah, he kind of always plays the bald tough guy. Okay. <laughs> Jonathan Banks. Jonathan Banks. Jonathan Banks is who I would put as the commit. Jonathan Banks. Well, you kind of need a younger Jonathan Banks, but I think that's pretty spot on. Oh, he played Mike, Mikey, the Mike. guy, the tough enforcer guy in Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I thought it's a different guy. That guy was in – I thought there was somebody else that uh, we were looking at. That's the same guy. That's just him younger and him oh, older. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. If they use the picture from Beverly younger, Hills Cop. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I need the younger version of him. Right, exactly. Yes, Paul. Yeah. Now, A.J. Hinch is easy to cast because we looked up A.J. Hinch, the former manager of the Astros, and he's always wearing a hat, even like out at night with his wife. He's about 45 years old. I'm going to go Woody Harrelson for A.J. Hinch. Woody? Likeable. Okay. Woodrow. All right. He's got shaved sides. All right. He'd crush it. All right. Woodrow. Woodrow. Okay. Here's another one. Aaron Judge, because now you have people saying that Aaron Judge lost the MVP. It was stolen from him by El Tuve. Mario. Our very own? Our very own yes. Mario. Yes. Yes. <laughs> if you're watching on Audience Channel 239 DirecTV or BR Live, you'll be able to see these side-by-side pictures here. Yes, McLovin. And then Mario can take those acting chops and play Aaron Gordon in the remake Ooh. of the 2020 Dunk Contest movie. Aaron Gordon I like and it. Aaron Judge are famously doppelgangers. We're going to find something that Mario does well. Yes, Paul. Mario's about, like, nine inches shorter than uh, – we, we can shoot around that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can. Okay. Yeah. Most of your actors are short. So, we'll, we'll suck in Mario. Uh, this program is brought to you by True Car. Whether you're buying a new or used car, the process can be overwhelming. Now there's a better way with True Car. Go to True Car to build your car and compare models by options from discovery to pricing to reviews. Get everything you need with the new True Car. I understand everybody's out for blood with the Astros, but there's a couple of things that you have to understand. And I gave you some of the details here of why the commissioner gave the players immunity. He didn't want to go after the players association. They have very strong union. Their job is to protect their players. I understand that. Uh, I still would have done that. I would have given the appearance that I was going after the players association, or I wasn't afraid of the players association. You just empowered them because you basically say, 
I don't want to get into litigation. I don't want to get into grievances. I don't want to get into any of that. And I still think you could have gotten enough information from the former manager or the former general manager because their jobs were in jeopardy. And they were going to be fined, suspended, and eventually the Astros ended up firing them. I think you could have found some information. Mike Fires, the pitcher who's now with the Oakland A's, he's the one who was the whistleblower on this. You could have gotten enough information here where maybe you would have gotten the players to come forward and say, all right, I'm guilty of this. Mike, I still go back to if you don't want to take on the players, you don't want to take on the Players Association, just take away the trophy. I think everybody would feel like, okay, that's symbolic of now you're taking that away. I'm assuming the commissioner has the power to vacate the World Series title. I'm assuming, but I don't know that. But it feels like prior commissioners would have that kind of power. I don't know if Rob Manfred has that power to take away the World Series trophy. That's been my solution all along. You don't want to punish these players? Okay. We're going to take away the trophy we think you cheated to win. I can't take away your salary, so I'm not going to fine you. I'm not going to suspend you. There's nothing I can do about this. I'm going to take away the trophy. That would be my suggestion. The other part of this is all of these players on other teams, if you want to rail on the commissioner, which you've done, you know, Trevor Bauer called him an idiot. Uh, you've got te- you know, players from other teams saying that the commissioner really screwed this up. LeBron James getting involved in this, which I'll talk about LeBron's role in this in a moment. Why aren't you railing on the Players Association? Your own union is defending the players that you want to go after. Your union stood up for them. Your union is so strong, the commissioner didn't want to take on that union. I have not heard one player say, I'm embarrassed by our Players Association. Does anybody know the head of the Players Union? You probably don't. But you should. Are those players mad at Tony Clark? I haven't heard anybody say, Tony, what are you doing? Why are you protecting them? Nobody has said anything like that. And I'm waiting for somebody to do that. Did the commissioner make mistakes? Yes, he did, in my opinion. He's made a few of them. But I'm not going to put all the blame on him. I'm going to put the blame on some of these hitters who didn't perform against the Astros. There are Dodgers who can look in the mirror, or they should look in the mirror and say, I didn't hit. This had nothing to do with stealing signs. They're members of the Yankees. And the Yankee organization has no business being that critical. You're disappointed, you're angry, I get it. But I think you've had some problems in the past here that you can't be pointing fingers. How well did you do in in that series against the Astros? So there's a lot of different facets that are intertwined here. And I don't need LeBron. I I, I get LeBron saying this as a fan. Like, you know, Commissioner, you got to do something here. I don't remember LeBron being front and center talking about the uh, controversy in China. You know, I don't know if he really called out Adam Silver here in China. I'm just saying, you know, you want to stay in your lane, this would be stay in your lane. You want to criticize Rob Manfred? Yeah, we want baseball to not, uh, you know, reward cheaters. I get it. But when you start to call out a commissioner, I don't know. Kind of hypocritical there, my opinion, because we still didn't hear too much from anybody about China, did we? And you lost a couple of hundred million dollars on that one. So maybe you didn't lose the integrity 
that baseball is losing, or at least a portion of it, by giving the Astros, allowing the Astros to keep that trophy. But LeBron chimed in, and uh, speaking as a fan here. But I, I think I would be careful with saying something like that. Also, I'm curious about the other teams who aren't saying a word. <laughs> What's going on in your clubhouse there? Because some of these teams, you know, the Yankees are upset. I haven't heard anybody from the Red Sox. I don't think anybody said anything. Right? Yes, Eden. Uh, do you have any thoughts on the Astros cheating scandal? No. No, no I, all, let's just move on. All, the Astros are involved no. in a cheating scandal? I, I had heard. A lot of people awfully quiet. Yeah. So I'm waiting to hear what happens with uh, the Red Sox there. Now, did those players get immunity? Is it just, like, who benefited from this? I'm, I'm assuming somebody was helping somebody with their Apple Watch and then gave the information to the players. Did the players take that information, use that information? Did it help them? I'm waiting to see if the Astros, they got immunity. Um, are the Red Sox going to get immunity as well? The players. Because you want to get to the bottom of this. All righty, we're off to a rousing start here. Uh, if you want to help cast the Astros 2017 sign-stealing scandal, good luck with that. We already got a head start there with a couple of the uh, main characters involved in that. Rob Manfred did have some comments. Of course, uh, he is uh, walking back the disrespecting the World Series trophy. I referred to the World Series trophy in a disrespectful way. And I want to apologize for that. There's no excuse for it. Um, I made a mistake. I was trying to make a point, but I should have made it in a more effective way. And again, I want to apologize for it. I will say this. You know, I've awarded five World Series trophies. Um, there is no greater pleasure in this job than awarding that trophy. I understand what it means. And, again, it was a mistake to say what I said. All right. Okay. Made a mistake. And uh, I, I don't know what analogy he was trying to make, but that's like me saying, hey, you know what? My paycheck is just a piece of paper. Yeah, it's a little more than that. Just like the trophy is just a piece of metal. Yes, McLeod. To be fair, we made fun of uh, Harold Reynolds' gold glove for about five years. That was just a cheap glove with gold spray paint on it. That was. That was. But so, but it's not like Harold got it and somebody else didn't because Harold cheated. Right. And I think the symbolism behind it was still important. We never talked about the symbolism of the gold glove. The actual, maybe the, the World Series trophy is not well made, just like the gold glove. <laughs> no, I've seen that trophy. Is it legit? Yeah. It's definitely the worst trophy. It is. It. It like is. the Stanley Cup and the Lombardi trophy. Like it's just it. asking to be broken. It, it just feels like one of those banners is going to be broken on there. It doesn't look durable. It doesn't look like it will travel well. You couldn't put it in the overhead bin. Be careful. You're going to make uh, Dustin Turner mad if you say anything bad about no, it. No, no. Hey, it's winning a trophy. You know how I feel about trophies. I love trophies. That sports Emmy, she is gorgeous. I love her. Get out of here. You have trophies strewn all over your house like did random spots. You're not a trophy hoarder, really. Oh, yes. What do you... Are you just getting to know me? Your basement. I walk. A, I randomly walk into a room in the side room in your basement, and there's like a trophy there, like a doorstop. Wait, hold on, Andrew. Exactly. He's got trophies all over his house. Yeah, I know, but I don't feel like they're like presented as like. It's not all in a room because he wants to make sure in every oh, room of the house that yeah. you go into, it's like that's another award that I won. Yeah, you can't miss them. If you go into the guest bedroom, you should be able to see a sports Emmy there. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. You, just don't like want to rack. On, you don't want to sit on the Marconi that's like randomly. No, no, around. no. The, the Marconi can hurt you. Like, that's a sharp object there. 
But, you know, the sports Emmy, I like to have people be able to hang their bathrobes on that. Oh, thoughtful. Yeah, very, very thoughtful. Okay. Well, what do we have poll question-wise, McLovin? All right. Paul, you had a great question. Uh, to say 10 years from now, uh, 10 years from now, who is the single person that's going to be most associated with this scandal? Uh, choices being Altuve, maybe A.J. Hinch, uh, maybe Rob Manfred. Or is it more of a team thing? Is there going to be a face of it? I think the commissioner is going to wear this one. I, 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 you know, Altuve maybe, but I don't think the manager is. I don't think the general manager is. I think it'll be the maybe Altuve and Rob Manfred, because Altuve is the one that is appears to be going to the Hall of Fame. That stays with him. Manfred, as long as he's commissioner, if something else comes up where he takes on the Players Association or doesn't take on or gives players immunity, uh, that, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, Paul. Altuve is a weird case because he's 29. His past six years have been fantastic. He, he led a league 341, 313, 338, 346. But he won one MVP, and the one MVP is 2017 where they're completely proven as a team to be cheating. So his MVP is almost – removed from his Hall of Fame case. It could be with the voters. Yeah, there's voters already. I think Bill Madden of the New York Daily News, longtime baseball writer, is like, you know, Altuve getting into the Hall of Fame. Good luck with that. It's already started. I, I There's more information that's going to come out. But at some point, we start to play baseball. We start to move on from this. Uh, I told Fritzy to reach out to Jason Kendall, former all-star catcher, who's always got strong opinions. I think he's third on the all-time list of getting hit by pitches. So I wanted to talk to him about this scandal. I, I think it's Don Baylor and Craig Biggio and then Jason Kendall. And the over-under in Vegas, of course they have an over-under, is 83-and-a-half batters hit by pitches with the Astros here. What if I did this in spring training? Now, I don't, I'm don't. i not an advocate of, of hitting anybody. I, I know these are the unwritten rules. You, you police this. I like how we say baseball polices its own sport. You're not allowing them to because if you allow them to police the sport, commissioner wouldn't be saying, hey, I don't want you hitting those cheaters. You would say, you know what? Go out there and let's play. You don't want to advocate it, but it feels like he's already saying it's a preemptive strike. I don't want you to be thrown. Let's say I'm a minor league pitcher and I'm in the Yankees organization or you know some other organization. And I'm not going to make the roster, major league roster. I'm going to be sent down. I'll be in double A or triple A. What if they send me out there and I just pop somebody right in the ribs? Then what happens? Get it over with early. I don't know what it, I don't know if people are going to go, oh man, yeah, take that. Now I feel better. Because I'm not going to feel any better because of that. The only way I'd feel better as a fan or, like, there, now we have resolution here. Now we have punishment as you take away the trophy. That, that's the only way that you're hurting these players. Because then you hurt those players in the eyes of those fans who went out and rooted for them, and now our trophy is taken away. That's the only way. If, if you're looking to extract some blood here. Yeah, Todd. If you have a pitcher that's not very good throwing, and you could just deny that it was it wasn't intentional because he's just not a good pitcher. You've got no control. One of these minor league. Well, that's another thing that I can't throw inside because now you're thinking I'm going to be thrown inside with the Astros. But it's not stopping. It's not ending anytime soon. It's just not.
because it feels like every day somebody else steps up to the microphone and says something that's controversial. And now the commissioner, commissioner's in over his head with this. He really is. Coming up on 20 after the hour, we'll talk to Mel Kuyper in an hour from now. Your phone calls are welcome, 877-3DP-SHOW. Back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. If you have a lot of student loan debt, and I know a lot of you really do, uh, I need to tell you about this company. It's called Credible.com. Credible.com is an online marketplace that gets you pre-qualified student loan refinancing rates from up to 10 different lenders. And so they're basically this great company. They're helping people get out of student loan debt. And if you've got student loan debt, you could really benefit from going to Credible.com. With a lower rate, you can save on interest. You can lower your monthly payment. And with a shorter loan term, you can get debt-free faster. Consolidate all your student loan bills in one place, and it's just this incredible peace of mind that you sorely need. Credible customers have given awesome reviews about how much better their lives have been since refinancing their student loans. On Credible, you see actual pre-qualified rates from up to 10 lenders, and it only takes a couple of minutes to check the rates. So go to Credible.com slash Dan. That's Credible, C-R-E-D-I-B-L-E dot com slash Dan. And when you refinance your student loans via Credible, they'll give you a $200 gift card. Just fill in a couple of pieces of info to check what rates you're eligible for. Again, that is Credible.com slash Dan. Refinance your student loans and start saving. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com. We're casting the Astros 2017 sign-stealing scandal. We came up with a couple of them. Uh, he played turtle on Entourage, Jerry Farrar. He's Jose Altuve. Paulie said that maybe you could have Woody Harrelson as A.J. Hinch. I got a suggestion that uh, Vin Diesel could play Alex Cora. Nice. Um, so, we'll see. Oh, Mario plays the role of uh, Aaron Judge as well. Having post All Star NBA withdrawals, don't worry. NBA League Pass has you covered. Watch all the dunks and threes your heart desires. The NBA League Pass, free from February 21st through the 23rd. A couple of phone calls in here. Drew Brees is coming back. Greg Olson. A one-year deal with Seattle, still waiting on Tony Romo here. I was wondering about this with the timing, because Drew Brees joined us at uh, the Super Bowl. And I did ask him about, would he come back, or would he weigh the possibility of being a broadcaster, where he, if he took Tony Romo's place, or let's say Monday Night Football was opportune uh, uh, to him. He said he'd like to do media at some point, but... I'm wondering, Breeze announced he's coming back. Olsen takes the job with Seattle, and now we're starting to hear the word that Tony Romo is close to making up his mind where he is going to be employed next year. If he stays at CBS, which he should, um, then that leaves maybe Monday night open. If he goes to Monday night, then that leaves the chair next to Jim Nance open. The fact that he is... Maybe staying at CBS, does that impact Drew Brees deciding to come back and play one more year? Does that impact Greg Olson, who has been rumored to be up for some of these big jobs there? I'm not sure. Maybe it's just a coincidence, but I did wonder that with Brees and certainly with Greg Olson 
But Olsen's going to sign with Seattle, a one-year deal, and wants to make another run at getting back to a Super Bowl. And Breeze, of course, coming back as well. You know, the domino effect there with Breeze is Teddy Bridgewater will be on another team next year. Taysom Hill is not going to be a franchise quarterback. He's not going to be paid like that. I know that, you know, if somebody wants to come in and give him that kind of money, but it, but is he the backup quarterback? That's See, I, I wouldn't have him as a backup quarterback. I would have, I, You know who I'd bring in? Our favorite backup quarterback? Chase Daniel. Right? He's been in the league 24 years, I think, so I just bring him in one more time. He was a saint before. Well, once a saint, always a saint. But uh, Chase Daniel, bring him in and Taysom Hill. I'd have him as my... Uh, you know, like Swiss Army knife. Absolutely. But he's not going to be a franchise quarterback. But that was the domino effect. So where does Teddy Bridgewater go? How does that impact some of these other quarterbacks? Andy Dalton, Cam Newton. Uh, what's going to have uh, Philip Rivers? Uh, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota. What's going to happen in the draft here? These things all have an impact on what happens elsewhere. And it's not just one or two quarterbacks and teams that are going to be affected. It's quite a few. Yeah, Paul. I'm still most interested in Bridgewater because he had a chance to go to Miami last year, and he he went back to New yeah. Orleans and and did well. Like when he got in, he was five and zero this year. Good TD interception ratio. He seems to be not talked about enough in this category. I don't know if he's a great quarterback. I thought he was solid last year. I don't think he's spectacular. But if you want somebody who has experience, he played well in the six games when Drew Brees was out. I think he won five of those games, but. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is probably going to get a chance to be a starter. And I was surprised he turned down the Dolphins to stay with the Saints. Unless that was just, I don't think I want to go into that organization right now and be their starting quarterback. By the way, the Dolphins look like they're going to keep Josh Rosen on the roster. So now you'd have Josh Rosen, Ryan Fitzpatrick as well, and then you might be drafting Tua. That's interesting as well. Uh, There's no... Further word on what Brady's going to do. I think the only word was he's now going to have teams come to him. Are they bringing their doctors with them? Because that would be the key. I want to know how healthy Brady was because there was word late in the season he was not healthy or he was banged up a little bit there. But uh, just some of the things that went on yesterday. The Tony Romo situation, he's going to get paid. So now it's not about money because whatever ESPN is going to offer, CBS can match that. If I'm Tony Romo and I have something great with Jim Nance and I get to still play golf, I I, I don't have to go on Get Up with Mike Greenberg. I don't have to do the Will Cain show in the afternoon. I basically get to do the CBS main game and I could go golf. He's got little ones and you want to be around them. ESPN will just drive up the price. That's all you want is leverage. You want leverage and he got leverage. And you're going to use that to your advantage. But if I'm Tony Romo, stay with Jim Nance. Stay with CBS. You're in great hands there. ESPN, and and I've told this to quite a few of these athletes who have become analysts. If you go into ESPN, while it's great, understand you're going to be pulled quite a few ways. You're going to be doing... You know, radio shows, TV shows, and and then you're going to do the Monday night game. And then you have to be available on Tuesday as well. There's a lot more involved when you take that role with ESPN. Because there's so many different entities to serve. And that's what would happen. But if I'm Tony Romo, you got one of the great talents in the history of this 
industry there with Jim Nance. And you already have a, a partnership, a friendship established there. And you can still play golf. To me, it's a no-brainer. If the money's going to be the same, no-brainer. But I wonder if you still keep that lineup, if you keep Booger McFarland and Joe Tessitore on Monday night. I mean, they have to be. This is really odd and awkward if you're in this business and you know people are talking about your job, but you can't do anything about it. Joe Tessitore, play-by-play voice, there's nothing he can do. You just wait and maybe you worry. Booger McFarland probably has more to be concerned about because if they do find a marquee name, then he's probably going to get replaced. I don't know if you have another voice for Monday Night Football. You know, there was talk that, you know, John Gruden loved being with Mike Tirico. Uh, The word was he didn't enjoy being with Sean McDonough. They didn't have the same kind of friendship and partnership. If Peyton Manning was going to take that job, there was Peyton Manning wanted Mike Tirico to be back at Monday Night Football. Because Mike's not doing play-by-play for NBC. He's waiting for that opportunity after Al Michaels retires. But Albino is not retiring anytime soon. And then I got word that, you know, Peyton would love to have Mike Tirico, which I can't blame him, but that's not happening. And then, you know, A-Rod did Sunday Night Baseball, and he wanted to have his friend Matt Vaskirjian in there. Yes, McLovin. So, sorry if you missed this, but CBS has this Super Bowl. So doesn't Romo – that's a big carrot, isn't it, for a broadcaster yeah. To, yeah. to get that? And then there's this report that ESPN wants to make sure they have a good announcer for their bid on the Super Bowl. But in four years, they I think it would be for 2024, 20, 25. Is that something to think about for ESPN? They should always be thinking about that. Sometimes they overthink Monday Night Football, or it feels like they always overthink Monday Night Football. It just if the games are good, get good broadcasters who have some chemistry there, and they don't interfere with the game. That you don't like they complement the game. That's all. But they've tried all of these things, and Tony Kornheiser, and then Ron Jaworski in there, and you just you got the Booger Mobile, and it's just, it's just a mess. Jason Witten in there. They just overthink. Hey, they're like, hey, let's get a cowboy in here. You never thought that. Well, he's not Aikman or Romo, but hey, he's a cowboy in here. Jason Witten wasn't ready for that stage. Not many people are. Yeah, Stephen. Subtle dig there by McLovin, too. Isn't getting to the Super Bowl a big carrot for Tony Romo? Oh, wow. Just a shot. Too soon. Subconscious brilliance right there. I knew. <laughs> that was just, isn't that a big carrot? He wants to go to the Super Bowl? Oh, man. Oh, no. That is just. That's usually your brilliance is subconscious, right? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, Paul. I was wondering if ESPN looks at this the other way and says, we don't need to spend $12 million on Romo. We could spend $3 million on Tessator and Booger McFarland and have the same exact ratings for 25% of the price because I don't know if Romo is going to make people watch the game or not. You'll, you'll get less criticism on social media, but that doesn't necessarily equal dollars. Yeah, but you've got Disney dollars. Who cares about dollars? But anytime you could save $10 million a year, I bet you're doing a good job. I don't. I, don't. I think that's the reason they're there now. I think that's the reason Booger and Tessator are there now because they're they're – those guys would kill for that job. That's a, the biggest stage you're ever going to get. But who were you going to get? That's what I'm saying. Don't get anybody. But who was available where you said, no, we don't want to spend that money on Peyton Manning? They would have died over Peyton. They would have given Peyton Manning $15 million, no problem whatsoever. No problem whatsoever. $10 million more for Tony Romo? People would be excited about that. You know? 
that would be well worth the money that you would spend. Just just on promotion alone, you're going to get $10 million worth. Yes, McLuhan. Don't they spend like a billion dollars on this deal? Yeah. So so an extra $10 million is less than way less than 1% of that total cost. Everybody spends a billion. Right, so the, the $10 million for an announcer is, is an irritant to that deal. Like the, you have to, If you're spending a billion, don't you want to invest $10 million to make the best product available? Yeah, feels like that. You know, remember when you first got to NBC and you – I knew it said this, that there were too many, maybe a few too many voices. Yes. It was like an all-star team. Yeah, Dick Eversall likes to collect talent, and he was my boss then. And, and really, I, I – enjoyed and loved working with Dick Ebersole because he does take care of talent. Um, and not all the bosses I had at ESPN, you know, felt that same way. In fact, one boss famously said, you're just bleeping talent. Um, but what Dick did is he, he had so many voices. He had Bob Costas in there, myself, Keith Oberman. We had Chris Collinsworth, Jerome Bettit. Like, it, it was so cheeky barber. We had so many people. I said, you you got to get rid of some people so people can have an opportunity to feel comfortable and have a voice here instead of going, i got 28 seconds to give my opinion on something, and then somebody else has to give their opinion. And, you know, I had a, a, a strong conversation, a long conversation with him because I was going to leave football night in America. He said, I'm not enjoying this. You know, you just we got to pare this down a little bit. And Dick Ebersole brought me into his office at 30 Rock. And I was ready to leave. I just said, I, I'm not enjoying this. And then he said, well, what would you do? And I told him, I don't know contracts. I don't know anything. But I'm going to tell you, this is what I would do with Football Night in America. And he listened to me. Now, he made some suggestions. And I said, look, it's, it's your product. I mean, this is very expensive territory here. But I, I just wasn't enjoying it. And I said, look, I, I'm going to leave. But I want you to know how I feel about this. I love the opportunity, but it's just we don't have enough time for all the voices we have here. Yeah, Paul. One other thing on Monday Night Football is that according to John Orand of the Sports Business Journal, in uh, and ESPN has asked the NFL to look into flex scheduling for Monday Night Football. Yeah. It would not take effect until 2023 when the new deal kicks in, but they want the same flexibility that Sunday Night Football has. But I don't know what you're signing Romo for. If you, if you do, it's a five-year deal that you're going to get him. And then you're going to be just dipping your toes into that new deal and then bidding on a Super Bowl. Because ESPN desperately wants that Super Bowl that they would put on ABC. And then if Monday Night Football somehow is on ABC or it's on ESPN and ABC, like I think they're trying to maneuver some things here. But Tony Romo is a great, it's a great calling card there, you know, to say you have him. But CBS with Nance and Romo... No, now you can make the argument. You guys have the best broadcast team there. I mean, I'd still put Al and Collinsworth over them, but it, it's pretty close. That's a that's a great broadcast team there. And Fox, you know, with Troy and Joe. I mean, it's if you're going to have that property, you got to have some marquee people in there. And ESPN doesn't have marquee people. They have quality people in there, but you know, people want to hear from stars. Yeah, McLovin. We keep talking about this quarterback, uh, this generation of quarterbacks is about to retire. So there should be big name quarterbacks coming. I mean, five or six of them. Well, know. I thought Breeze. I really thought Breeze was looking at either Monday Night Football or CBS. Yeah. I, I truly thought that that would impact. And and maybe next year, if ESPN doesn't do anything this year, if they don't get Romo, do they do anything this year? And if they don't, then I would look at bringing bringing in Drew Breeze. 
What about Philip Rivers, Tom Brady, Philip Roethlisberger, Rivers, Eli Manning? Eli, no. Ben, no. I mean, Brady's not going to want to do that. Philip Philip Rivers, yes. I think Philip Rivers will be sneaky good. I think he'll be a whole lot of fun. Yeah, McClellan. And I hate to say this, but there's also a former coach who might be back in the uh, broadcasting booth. I'm not going to say it. Mr. Mr. Vegas? Mr. Vegas. Who knows if John Gruden? I don't know. I mean, is that going to work long term there? Uh, He's so much fun in the booth. What, we would have such fun on Tuesday mornings. They, they're they an interesting team. Yeah. I mean, it, as much criticism as he got earlier in the year in the handling of Antonio Brown, I thought that they were going to be right there on the cusp of being a playoff team. I, I, I saw momentum there. Uh, you know, they have a, a great tight end, got a great running back, good offensive line. You know, they, they, they're interesting. You know, and I could see with Mayock there making some right draft picks here. You know, they're, they've got some high draft picks here coming up, moving into a new place. Tom Brady, your quarterback. What? We'll take a break. Got our play of the day and your phone calls. People have some thoughts on the uh, the Astros. We'll have those phone calls for you. And Mel Kuyper will join us coming up next hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. When it comes to comfort down below, there's underwear and there's Tommy John, the revolutionary clothing brand that's redefined comfort for Americans everywhere, including me. To put it simply, Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs, fabric, fit, and function. See what he did there? Tommy John obsesses over every little detail and stitch by using proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. As a result, Tommy John's men's and women's underwear sport a non-wedgie guarantee. No wedgies. Comfortable, stay put, waistbands, and a range of fabrics that are luxuriously soft, feather light, moisture, wicking, breathable, and designed to move with you, not against you. No bunching, no riding up. If you prefer to shop in stores, you can find them at over 1,200 retail locations across the country. Give three Fs about your underwear and upgrade with Tommy John today. Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Once again, hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Patrick for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com slash Patrick. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. Oh, my God. The play of the day. Mays in front court, left side, drives on Richards, splits the defender, Sistina blocked it, comes out to Maxi, Kentucky on the run again. Maxi down the lane, goes for the bucket, flips it in, down it, foul on LSU! That's courtesy of Kentucky Sports Network. I guess uh, Dave Matthews crash, the defender crashed into the player. All righty. Mario, thank you. 
Wildcats uh, right now 10th in the nation atop the SEC standings. They beat LSU, and uh, they host Florida coming up on Saturday afternoon. Play of the Day brought to you by Tacovas. Gentlemen, listen up. Tacovas boots, handmade, full-grain leathers, world-class boot makers. Tacovas cuts out the middleman, sells directly to you at amazing prices. Shipping returns, exchanges, free and easy. Visit Tacovas, T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash D-P. Tacovas, Western Goods for New Frontiers. Jimmy in Indiana joins us. Jimmy, good morning. Yeah, uh, how's it going? Um, so... I was a career minor leaguer, um, and one of the things I've been thinking about calling in on the show for a few days, uh, finally decided to, is um, just kind of define cheating. So a lot of guys who think that steroids and stuff is kind of out of professional sports, but what a lot of people are doing is they're getting um, prescriptions for low testosterone, and then they're still taking these test boosters to get them like right at that threshold. And it's something that I always kind of viewed it as a little bit dirty, something that I never got into, but I do know that there are a lot of guys in professional sports, including baseball, that are doing this. Um, so I just kind of want to know you guys' thoughts. Is that cheating for you guys, or is that just bending the rules? Um, is that something that kind of needs to be addressed? Well, I know it's going on. I said that all along. HGH was the big secret here. So if you can gain an advantage, you're going to try to gain an advantage. I mean, that's what the Astros tried to do, did do. Red Sox, they tried to do that, did do it. All the players, you know, in the last 30 or 40 years who were taking steroids, trying to get an edge. Everybody's trying to get an edge. The question is, when you cross the line of, I know this is illegal. I know this is against rules, but you still do it. You know, you, you can go up to the line. It's when you go over the line. That's the point of no return. Yeah, I know the guys are taking things. They're masking these drugs. I, I told you a couple of years ago, uh, a friend of mine, his daughter was dating somebody in a minor league organization, and uh, they would take, they would drink a liquid, and they they knew that they were going to get tested. They drank a liquid that masked it, and they never tested positive for steroids. So this is coming from somebody who was in the minor leagues who did do it. He's not one of those guys who says, yeah, um, I, other guys did it. I, of course, didn't do it. He said you would drink this liquid and it would mask the steroids that we were taking. And that's minor leaguers. Because minor leaguers have a harder time getting around drug testing than the major leaguers do. And that's why they have to find different ways to get around. There's so much money at stake here. And then the guy you're competing with is using steroids, so then you have to make that decision. Do I do it? You know, it, it's not going away because there's so much money at stake. Dale in Indiana joins us. Hey, Dale, what do you have? Hey, 5-9-180. Yeah, I just had a comment on uh, how to personally penalize the Astros. My idea is take away their World Series rings. Think about the stories that they would have for years to come when they meet people on the street with those rings. You take them away, and then they have to explain, you know, what happened. Imagine 30 years from now, they meet my grandson. And they have to explain, hey, Mr. Altuve, I heard you're in the World Series in 2017. Where's your ring at? It's the bling. The players love that stuff. Take it away. That's fair. I mean, Dale, it's fair. My, my point is, if you vacate the World Series trophy, that title, that's there forever. It's not somebody asking you about, hey, where's your World Series ring? You're going to look at the record books, and you're going to see a blank there. And it's going to say vacated. To me, that have more of an impact. 
I mean, I'm not a big proponent in, hey, I'm going to take away your trophy. or, But in this case, if you can't punish them and, and you want to extract some kind of punishment on the organization, $5 million in a couple draft picks doesn't mean anything. It doesn't. World Series trophy, that doesn't mean a whole lot. Pete in Florida. Hey, Pete, what do you have? Good morning. Six two two fifteen. Dan, I, I think you're uh, on fire this morning. Your takes on Tony Clark and on LeBron needing to stay in his lane are hundred percent right on. Um, my question for you and the boys is this: How do you think the current narrative and the historical perspective of this entire situation would change if the Astros make it to the ALCS or even win the World Series this year? Well, then we're going to go, why did you cheat then? If you have all of this talent, why are you cheating? I don't know if it helps them, if that's what you're saying, Pete. I mean, if they, if, because you know what we'll say? Well, what are you doing now? And then thanks for the phone call. But you still go, oh, why would you risk everything to cheat? If you had all of this talent. And look, the Astros are an extremely talented team and probably didn't need to do this. And they still would have been one of the better teams in baseball. But some of these players who are coming out criticizing the Astros, they failed in a big-time situation here in the playoffs, where it's the ALCS of the World Series. Now, the Astros didn't just get all the answers to the test. And all of this is not on one guy. I don't know who it's on, because it feels like we're shifting the blame, and now it's Altuve didn't cheat, and this guy didn't cheat. Hey, we weren't steamrolled by Carlos Beltran. Like, you get the feeling there was like three guys doing it, but everybody else allowed this to happen. But I'm waiting for the players to call out the Players Association. They're the ones. They're the ones that are saying, "Hey, come after us. We're going to protect these guys." Nobody said anything about that. Players Association protected the Astros. They weren't protecting the fans. They weren't protecting the game. It goes back to steroid use. The Players Association protected the steroid users. Plain and simple. One hour in the books. Two more to go. Mel Kuyper, draft expert. Does he think Joe Burrow is still going number one to the Bengals? Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right, no credit card necessary, and simply search for our shows to start listening. Napa know-how. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 33120. Five-hour energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to 
a tropical paradise. Try them both. Then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 73120. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.